All right, welcome to the very first, first, first real episode of Sports Therapy with Face Jr. Hey, a little bit about the show. Football is back. This weekend has been wild and wooly. Now, let's talk about what we do and what we can't do. Sports Therapy is sports entertainment only, where callers get two minutes to call, rip, rant, rip, and talk about all things football related. Now, we don't talk politics. We don't talk about sexual orientation. We just have fun. This is football talk. This is a caller-driven show, so I get my juice from you, the fans. So, in fact, we're going to jump right in and do what we do best because I think I got a caller right now. Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr., Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Welcome to Sports Therapy. All right, I guess we lost that caller, so he'll call back. All right, anyway, let's talk about the games. The games. The games. The games were wild and woolly. <laughs> when I say wild and woolly, whoo, whoo. Now remember, sports therapy. The logist of the show is for callers call in and, uh, and talk about all things football related. I'm going to try to get my caller to call back and see what he got going on. Now, normally, normally I get on my soapbox, but I'm not because this, uh, I watched all the games yesterday and I can tell you they were thrilling. Uh, one of the reasons I say I don't think we need to have a uh, um, preseason because some of the teams we thought they were going to do something didn't show up. <laughs> and some of the teams that we thought, we're going to pack it in. They came to play. Now, but remember the show is about uh, everybody get two minutes to call in, rip, rant, and kick some knowledge about all thing NFL. I got to, uh, I was prepared to really rip my, my commanders today. It's like, you know what, a but I'm going to accept a win is a win. When is a win not a win? <laughs> when a win is a win. And so that's what we had, man. The commander showed up. Uh, I watched the Steelers play. That was an exciting game. The Steelers game, that was off off the chart. It really and truly was. Um, Steelers, um, they went into overtime, 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 overtime. It was all crazy. Uh, things was like, man... Yeah, I was like, whoa, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries, man. Hold on here. Let's see what we got. Bad news for Cowboy Camp, though. 
I got bad news coming out of Cowboy Camp. We've got uh, let's see here. I'm trying to bring back my boy here because I see he's calling. I have to call him. Let's see here. I'm gonna call him and see what he's got going on. Testing, testing, one, two. You know, sometimes when we deal with technology, it does what it does. All right, hold on. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. some technical problems here because I can see I got my callers trying to call in. Not getting any volume here on this bad boy. Okay, we're good to go there. Uh, let's see. Let's try to call back here. Hello? Hey, this is Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Who? This is Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Therapy? <laughs> yeah, someone called his number, man. This is a talk show. Uh, <laughs> All right, bro. Look, <laughs> no. Hey, I ain't looking for nobody in particular, man. Somebody called my uh, my call-in talk show. Anyway, hey, appreciate it. Have a good day, brother. All right. Got a feeling this is gonna be one of those days. Oh yes, sir. This is Bridget Collins. 
Hey, Bridget Collins. Hey, we're having a few uh, technical difficulties there, Bridget. You know, when you're dealing with technology, it is what it is. But hey. Oh, yes, sir. I understand. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate you calling H-Town, oh, yes, H-Town Bridget. <laughs> yes, sir. Proud of my Texas, what they did, even though it ended in a tie yesterday. But, you know, we're excited about Lovey Smith and what he does, what he bringing to the city. And we and so we just know it's going to be all good. I hear you. So now, my understanding there, H-Town Bridget, you are a still a fan. Are you a member of the Steeler Nation? Bridget, you still there? Uh-huh, I'm still here. I said, aren't you a member of the Steeler Nation? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm a Steeler fan, too. <laughs> so did you get a chance to watch the Steeler game yesterday? No, the Steeler game wasn't shown in my area. Oh. Uh, I just saw the uh, the highlights, you know, what the commentators were showing us yesterday. So uh, still pretty excited about them, though. Well, I, I, I will tell you the the highlights didn't do justice to that game. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> it, it didn't do any justice to that game. Wow. Be- because um, now what I do is that I, I go to, uh, and I'm going to give them a shameless plug, but I, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and, and I've been going there for years. So that's how I can be able to watch all the games so I can be able to, oh, okay. com- to comment about. But, and I told them that I would give them a shout on my show, and, and that was a, uh, because the Steelers fans, uh, they roll heavy. In fact, uh, that was a, there was a, <laughs> there's still a nation. And they call themselves the Steel Pole Nation. They even have a flag and all that good stuff. But getting back to the game, oh, still had a big lead, and it looked like it wasn't going to be a game. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the uh, the Bengals put on a rally, went into overtime. Bengals had a chance. The Bengals had a chance to end the game prior to going to overtime. The guy missed a chip shot field goal, so we had overtime. <laughs> and in overtime, uh, he gets another shot to win the game. Wow. Wide, he hooked it left. <laughs> he hooked it left. So, <laughs> and so now I got, and now this time I'm sitting outside amongst the Steeler Nation. And so they're going crazy and stuff because they're like, okay, we're going to get an opportunity. So they got their chance. Steelers, they, they, um, and they went down the field, went down the field. I think they got it on maybe about the 35-yard line, and everybody was like, okay, this is going to be cursed. In fact, one of the brothers went and, and laid the terrible tile on the TV monitor for good luck. <laughs> 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 and, and the guy kicked the ball, and it hit the, the field, it hit the, the goal post. <laughs> wow. It hit the goal post, kicked it right back to him. I was like, oh, Jesus. So then uh, uh, they went back into I mean, this thing kept going back and forth, back and forth. Then finally, uh, the Steelers ended up winning it on a field goal. But like I said, the the commentators and whatever, they didn't do a whole lot of justice on the actual game itself because uh, wow. it, uh, the game was wild and woolly and crazy and everything else. It was. It wow. Was. Now get but get, but get back to your Texans. Now I know uh, they, 
It wasn't a victory. It wasn't, and I know that was a lot for the Texans. They're coming a long way. Yeah. But, but Lovey had a chance to pull that game out. He was like, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay, we're good. We're good. I think I dropped uh, Bridget from H-Town. I mean, you know what? That, that's how things happen some days. I'm trying to figure out what is the deal with my my call-in. Because I'm not getting anything on that bad boy. And that should not be the case. So what I'm going to do is... I'm going to have to try something different. Okay, this might fix things a little bit on this end. But things did not go well for my uh, my Cowboys. Well, I wouldn't call them my Cowboys, but it didn't go quite well for the Cowboys. Um, that in itself was an adventure. Everyone expected the Cowboys to really have some problems moving the ball, which was uh, proven true. But I don't think anybody expected uh, what we got with an injury to Dak. Um, I mean, the game took a toll in the first, I would say, man, in the first minutes when we had a, when there was an injury to one of the Cowboy players. I have no idea what is happening with my call-in service. But you know what? In this business, that's what we call technical difficulties. So what we have to do in times like that, we have to get back to basics. So we're going to get back to basics today. It means I'm going to use an alternative way. Callers probably won't be able to call in live on the show because, uh, well, you. Let's see here. But, let's see what we got here. Try a few things to try to offset some of the bad voodoo that we got here. And these things happen.
Hey, man, I'm almost to work. <laughs> hey, don't, give me a few minutes, man. We have some technical difficulties with this program that I'm using. Hey, look, talk to me about you, uh, the Who That Nation. That nation is the Who That Nation, baby. <laughs> look at you, boy. Uh, you, you all full of yourself. Uh, <laughs> I said, boy, you all full of yourself today, boy. Yeah, uh, man. James, I don't know what James came out the tent. I think, I think famous James came out the tent. <laughs> Hey, you know the gist of the show, baby. You can rant, rip, kick some knowledge, or just uh, bask in the glory of your victory. Hey, Jamie, Jamie Winston, man, I was cussing and fussing that first half, holding on to the ball too long, routes were too long, and then whatever happened after he got nicked up, came out that. I say, yeah, you're right. And, hey, and uh, Michael Thomas, boy, they still can't guard Mike. He's got the league two years, they can't guard him. 7-Eleven, baby, he's always open. Huh? He couldn't guard him when he was in the league, and they can't guard him when he out the league. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, why, that's why they call him 7-Eleven, baby, because he's always Man, open. Always open. Always open. <laughs> yes, indeed, I'm gloating. So next week we got the we got the Tom Brady boys. We're gonna show Dallas how it's done. <laughs> see, I knew God, dog, Dallas terrible. Thing. See, I knew it's gonna take about thirty seconds for somebody to kick them cowboys. Man, Dallas is horrible. I'm like, that, did y'all have a training camp? That dude is horrible. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks horrible. Hey. Right? It's like I know he lost his receiver. He done lost his mind. But, you know, looking at that game, man, it just seemed to me like Aaron Rodgers just didn't give a flip. Nah, you know. You know. He's disappointed in everybody else. He's never disappointed in himself. That's sad. <laughs> when you're the quarterback. <laughs> you're not disappointed in your own performance. Because his body language tells a story. It's like, you know. Now, I, I will say this. They went for a deep bomb. And the rookie, rookie wide receiver. Now, look, I don't care if you're a rookie or in, in middle school. Hell, if you're a receiver and you're wide open, you should catch the ball. You should. But you got to understand, the NFL is a little faster game than all the other levels. It's a, it's a, different, it's a different animal. Now, that's not excusing his drop because he was wide open. Wide open. What? What? For a rookie to come into that that field of speed and for everything to slow down for him, it's going to take a minute. But, you know, Green Bay had much more bigger problems than his drop pass. I mean, it's easy to blame a rookie. I mean, that's dismissive. But let's just say they would have scored, right? Let's say if he could take it into the house. They still would have lost. So, uh, you know, it's just Minnesota was just a lot sharper. They were a lot more determined. They were a lot more sure about the situation. Green Bay, they lose their receiver, number 17. He is in, you know, Las Vegas, and they don't know what to do. I know. And the receivers they got are either old, slow, or inexperienced. So, it's hard losing somebody like Devontae Adams and then you can think you can keep clicking because Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. That's not necessarily true in every case. You know, Tom Brady struggled whenever he didn't have any receivers in New England. So that point has already been proven. 
that even your greatest quarterbacks are not really great when they don't have anybody to really throw to. They're they're normal like everybody else. Um, and yesterday, Aaron Rodgers was normal. It's just what it is. Just what it is. Dak Prescott was normal. Um, you know, you got to have receivers that can run those routes, be in certain spots at the time they're supposed to be there. But you got to have an offensive line that makes sure that the quarterback is clean. So, when you don't have that working together, all in one, you know, sink, this is what happens. You get blown out. Mm. You know, so, lots to learn after week one. Week two will be even more interesting. <laughs> you know, um, I was like, I was talking to uh, H-Town Bridget, <laughs> and uh, she called, and... Uh, like I said, my uh, and I got to figure out what's going on. I'll probably reach out to uh, the company that I use the um, the call in service because you know things happen and and they maybe have some technical difficulty on their end. So that's kind of where we kind of going back, maybe using a little old school where I got to actually call my callers. But um, man, you know, I was watching that game against the Texans, and now you're a coach. When do when when are you okay with just not winning. Okay, hey guys, we're good. You know what? Let's just let's just let's just be okay with this tie. I mean, you really you're never okay with it. The only problem is <laughs> when you know you ain't got no talent of your team, and you having to tie another team that has a little talent, and you like, phew, we dodged one. You know, hey, but you you're always wanting to win the game. That's the point of playing. You know what I'm I talking about, right? I, I don't want to. I don't sound like Herm Edwards, but that's the point <laughs> of playing the game. We play that's, to that's win it. the game. That's it. Hello. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other reason to play it. Hey, I didn't hear. Really I didn't hear him say it. Hello. We play to win the game. Well, Correct. my my, my uh, and you know what? My whole thing is that they had a chance. There was some, there was some seconds left. Love is just like, you know what, we're going to take the knee, fellas. We <laughs> take the knee, fellas. And well, I mean, I mean, it's smart strategically because you don't want to throw a pass and then it'd be picked off and, and then you end up losing the game because, you know, it's a pick six. But, I mean, I get it. Well, I think the game, of the, I think the game of the day was, when I talked for pure entertainment, was Bears 49ers. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you get a chance. To, did you get a chance to see that game? But that was Bears 49ers. Uh, it quickly turned into bear weather. You know, when the Bears get you in bear weather, <laughs> it's it, man. It was rain, rain to where you couldn't see. And then you got these old boys coming from the West Coast, man. They coming from the sunshine, all this good stuff. And all of a sudden, man, we playing in this rain. It's cold. Nobody want to be. You know, like, we ain't practicing this. And well, it, it, I mean, that's why you always have to be prepared. That's yes. why I call it situational football. And, you know, listen, all because the sun is shining every day during training camp doesn't mean that you practice with a dry ball every day. Sometimes you got to wet them balls up. Sometimes you got to wet that field up, right? You got, It's called situational football. You know, now I know it ain't perfect in every case, but, you know, maybe on Thursdays, you know, you wet the field up, you wet the balls up. And you practice in it, just to, just just for that that comfort level. Um, but 
you know, most teams don't do that. I mean, some teams do, but most teams don't. Um, if it's ideal weather, they out there. You know what I'm saying? If it's n- not ideal weather, they inside their little practice facility. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. So I- you got to practice situational football, and sometimes rain is the situation. Well, I just want to know where are my cowboy fans at. <laughs> I don't know. They they hiding this morning. Where are my cowboy but fans? I, I, gotta, I Cow- got the, I got the roll. Huh? I got the roll. Hey, uh, appreciate you calling in, brother. And uh, yeah, have it your way, cause uh, the Who That Nation they showed up. Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna get on the soapbox and 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 comment for my cowboy fans. And people think I can't be impartial because yeah, I'm done in the commander gear and all that good stuff. But you know what? I'm gonna call it like I see it. I watched the game. I watched every minute, every second of the game. Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what I saw, and I'm trying to be as, okay, I'm just going to see it. C.D. Lamb is not number one receiver, okay? Cowboy fans, you saw that. He's not number one. But, but, I will say this. Please explain to me, please explain to me why Zeke is averaging five yards a carry. And you guys got went away from that. I don't understand it. Zeke, he was averaging five yards a carry. Check the stats. Cowboys went away from it. And what I saw was that the line could not hold up long enough for that to to for the receivers to run routes. So we can blame the receivers all they want. I think uh the biggest problem what I saw was offensive line play. Jerry, you guys should have spent some money because injuries are part of the game. And you cannot go into the season thinking, okay, we're going to just patchwork this together. We're going to put a Band-Aid on this, and uh, and we're going to be good to go. No, no, no. Because what I saw was Dak couldn't even do a uh, what we call a three-step drop. By the time he get like one step, he's fight, he's running, fighting for his life. So that means the receivers didn't have the opportunity to run routes, get open. Now, granted, they're not the, the the greatest receiving core, but if you don't have an offensive line, you can't function. And I just, for the life of me, I did not see why the Cowboys went away from feed me, feed Zeke. Now, see, I'm being impartial. But yeah, they were getting some good play out of Zeke. I was like. What are they doing? Don't understand it. You know, I, I, I was like, oh, you know. And the game was never really out of reach because it was a, a low-scoring game. It was almost like, uh, 
Cowboys just didn't have anything. Now about Dak's injury, I'm no medical. Uh, I'm no medical uh, profession. I don't play one on TV, but I did break my my uh, my pinky finger, similar to to Dak's thumb injury. And what happened is that you can't squeeze. It's almost like because I remember I was playing basketball when I broke mine. It's like. It felt like someone kept throwing me a ball with no air. <laughs> because I was like, wait a minute, what, what, give me a real ball. And But when you can't grip, when you can't grip, you really can't do too much. And and, and, and I understand that. Um, look like my boy Dak going to be out for, ooh, it's got to at least be a month. So that's going to be some problem. Cooper Rush, wow, Cowboys. Spend some money, man. Go out and get some, get a good get a good backup if there's somebody out there. But right now, nobody's gonna throw the Cowboys a lifeline. And look, the league is dog eat dog. And if they know you really need something, the league's gonna hold back and get whatever they can get out of you. Nobody's gonna give the Cowboys a, a lineman, not for nothing. They're not gonna give them a good quality receiver, not for nothing. And then they definitely not gonna give them a good backup quarterback. You're going to have to give up some things. And that's how the league works, man. The league is like, it is what it is. Cowboys got a tough schedule coming up. You got the Bayou Bengals next week. Uh, then they got the, the, the Giants, the G-Man. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Only problem is that the Giants are coming in this thing now full of confidence. Because I actually thought the Giants would get their butt handed to them by, <laughs> by the team that they played yesterday. I was like, what the heck? It's an upside world. The Giants won a game. Titans, I don't know what happened. I was disappointed. Now, granted, <laughs> I do cheer for all the other teams in the NFC to, to lose. So that's why I was like, okay, mm, come on now. Come on now. Mm, mm, mm. So let me get a little, uh, little airtime for my sponsors here. If you are looking for a quality massage and you just happen to be in town, then you need to go check out my friends at Train Touch Muscle Therapy. They will give you the hookup. $60 for 60 minutes. Call Train Touch Muscle Therapy and they will give you the hookup. And that number to call it's 469-754-1232. And make an appointment with Earl or Ross. I love Ross because she goes by one name, Ross. So let's train touch muscle therapy in the Dallas Metroplex area. If you're visiting, tell them Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior sent you. Now, let's talk about my favorite drink, Crown Royal. Discover Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey patiently. Fit for a king. Expertly blended since 1939. After a long, hard day of crime fighting. <laughs> I reach for a bottle and I say crown me, baby. Crown Raw. Drink Crown Raw responsibly. Now, you guys know the, the gist of the game is for calls. We'll get two minutes to call, rant, rip, kick some knowledge, or just laugh. Now, I was prepared to sit in my own seat. And give my own self some therapy. Because my man Carson Wentz, that is a wild, wild ride. Um, I'm watching the game. First thing, I'm happy with the fact that he's driving the bus. Just drive the bus, baby. 
But I am concerned with his ability to hit the open receiver. It's like there were so many opportunities where guys were just like open, open. We had the receiver Milner wide open. He throws the ball over his head. Uh, we had my man, uh, my rookie Dotson, open in the first quarter, wide open. He could have just crawled in for a touchdown. Carson threw it like over his head. Like, dude, you know, I understand I haven't played NFL football. Um, you know, I, I I guess you got a crowd, the adrenaline's pumping, and it's like, okay. And some say the hardest pass to connect is when a guy is, is when a uh, player is wide open. It's like you overthink, whereas um, in the past, you just let it rip, man. And so, yeah, we walked away with the victory, but I'm still kind of concerned with the fact that my man is very inaccurate, man. And that's accuracy is a problem. Um, Did I see some things that I'm happy with as far as managing the quarterback position as compared to um, – quarterback play we've been getting in the past yeah i'm good to go with that yeah so um i just think uh i just think it's gonna be a wild ride um but i'm not jumping off the bandwagon yet i'm i'm slowly getting toward the end of the bandwagon so when i jump when i jump it won't kill me but oh man next week i think we take on the detroit lions the Lions look good. Well, I wouldn't say the Lions look good. The Lions scored a lot of points. So that I have to question the Eagles defense. Eagles gave up 35 points. Um everybody's saying that they are the toast of the NFC East. That to win the NFC East, you gotta go through the Eagles. I'm not too sure about that right now because you gave up 35 points. I mean, there's a problem on defense. Um I'm still not convinced that Jalen is the best passer. I think he's a good good uh field general i think he's a good leader he can get it done but i just think teams are going to scout him and make Jalen have to be a passer from the pocket because he loved to tuck that bad boy and run yes sir so um although i'm happy with my commanders but i yeah 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 that's all i can say uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, when you're in charge, they call you Chief. Should we crown the Chiefs the champions, right? Should we get them the Super Bowl? Should we just stop playing and say, hey, my homie, you guys come get your rings? Because the Chiefs look like uh, mm, video game stuff. They look video game style. That's what the Chiefs look like. Now, like I said, normally this is a call-in driven show. It's live stream on Facebook and YouTube. But because we're having technical difficulties with uh, the program that I use, which is call-in studio, I'm having to pick up the ball and run with it. So if I fumble, it'll be all good. So right now, you guys are getting a full dose of FH Jr. So I'm giving you the recap of, of the games from my perspective. As I was telling uh, H-Town Bridget, I did uh, after my blood pressure went down because that that commander game, we had to pull that out from the beginning. So, brother, blood pressure was like up to the roof. But once we had that victory in hand, I was able to go outside, kick it with the Steeler Nation, 
and watch them walk the tightrope <laughs> between uh, that Bengals game, man. It's like, okay, woo. But still a nation roll heavy, baby. Roll, they roll very, very heavy. But I, um, I'm, I'm still concerned with the Cowboys, with them Dell Cowboys. I just think it's going to be a long year. And I'm not saying that because I'm done in the commander gear, rocking the cool beard, million dollar hat. I'm saying if I'm a pure football, a pure football fan, and you know there's no fan shaming on the show. So, but what I saw was um, like of offensive line play, and I think the problem starts from the offensive line. I said that earlier. I think the Cowboys got to address it. Only problem, nobody's going to give, nobody's going to feel sorry for the Cowboys. Nobody's going to feel sorry for the commander. This is the NFL. Nobody gives a flying fat rat's butt about your team and whatever. In fact, they're like buzzers, man. They love to circle and pick the bones when they know that you are down and out. Because wherever the Cowboys play next week, they're going to blitz Cooper Rush's socks off. They are, man. They are going to blitz him to death. They're going to blitz, 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 blitz. And then they're going to roll that safety over, double team uh, with some double coverage on C.D. Lamb and make one of the other guys have to step up. So, uh, Cowboy Nation, all is not done, though, because Dak will be back in a month and a half. One game that... Um, I was intrigued with watching, and that was the Chargers. Chargers versus the Raider Nation. Chargers versus Raider Nation. Well, one while it looked like the Chargers were going to run away and hide with that game, but uh, Raiders came. Put uh, they made a contest out of it. Almost pulled it out. Almost, as the old folks say, almost only counts with uh, what is it? <laughs> Hand grenades and horseshoes. That's the only thing that almost counts, man. I almost hand grenades and horseshoes. If you're not throwing neither one of those, you ain't got a snowball chance of winning. But, but as far as summing up the first week, I got to say, I was entertained. Like the Romans, baby. Entertain me. Thumbs up. Um... I really didn't see a bad game. I didn't see a bad game. I, well, I'm not going to talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and, and the Ravens. Yeah. Get that man his money. <laughs> Get that man his money. But, but as far as summing up the entire, uh, that first week, it was great, man. I, I was entertained, man, uh, from the Bears, 49ers, uh, the who that nation and them dirty birds. Cause them that dirty boys, them boys, they love playing <laughs> that them that dirty birds. They love playing the who that nation, man. They get a who that nation all they want and then some. And then some. So that was a game within itself. And then we all wanted to see what Baker Mayfield were gonna give it to his old team. We were all waiting to see that. Come on, uh Baker man. It was a good game, competitive. Um, 
I was shocked as hell that the Browns won that game. How, when, what, where, and whatever, Browns pulled it out. But as I was saying, when it came to season one, I'd give season one, not season one, I'm sorry, I'd give week one a big, big thumbs up, man, because that was that was outstanding. It was. I was, man. I was like, whoa, whoa. Because I didn't, and that's what brings me back to preseason. I know people say, hey, come on, man, leave preseason alone, man. Leave the preseason in the preseason. Oh, because you can't tell anything from the preseason at all. Because there were teams that I thought were going to get their butt handed to them based on preseason, and they showed up big time. There were teams that I thought, well, hey, man, these guys here, they just don't want to get anybody hurt in preseason. They're just going to roll up when the real season starts. They're going to roll up and just kick some butt. That didn't happen. So I think we need to go back and revamp the preseason. Maybe have it where, you know, maybe may turn it into like a rookie camp. Hell, you know what you need. When you go into, uh, when teams go into the, the, the season, they know what they need. That's just like going shopping. You don't go and buy everything when you're going shopping. You know specifically what you need. Me, I go to the meat section, <laughs> you know, meat and bread. So, teams, you know what you need. So, why the heck we got to have this goofy preseason? Because it just wasted up. It just, uh, and, you know, mm. Now, you guys think I'm going to uh, get through this show and not talk about the Rams. The Rams. That was, well, it was what it was. The Rams just didn't show up. Some people say a Super Bowl hangover. Some people say, hey, you know what? The guys got their money. They got their rings. I just know that when you get that much talent and and, and, and that much personalities together, it's kind of hard to maintain that. That's why you got to have that turnover. That's why you have to have that turnover in business and life and, and, and especially in sports. You got to always turn over and bring in new talent because people start to get complacent. Now, I'm not saying that the Rams are complacent, but I think they got a reality check <laughs> because every time they turn around, man, Von Miller was living in the background. He was living in their backfield. So that in itself was um, it was a little wild and woolly. Now, do we feel sorry for the Rams? Hell no. Let me hit my cussing bell. But um, it is what it is, you know. I'm looking forward to week two. Week two. Everybody's looking forward to week two. If your team got out the starting block and you're like, oh, yeah. If your team didn't get in at the starting block well, you're saying, oh, no. Week two. But what I always tell everybody is the season don't start until week eight. You say, why you say that? Because week eight, that's when you got guys are playing injured, guys are hurt, guys are just playing to get through it. That's when you find out which one of your teammates are just here to collect a check, which one have their mind and eyes set on that Super Bowl ring. And to me, the season just don't get started until you get to week eight. Now, because we got an it's got an even schedule, we got seventeen games now as compared to sixteen. It's a little different, but I still say week eight is when you really, 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 the season really gets started because at that point, 
you know, because every team is going to go through those injuries. Is it best to have your injuries at the beginning, like the Cowboys? If they can survive a month or two without uh, Dak, get uh, the lineman back. I don't know if um, if 40-year-old um, former Eagle, former whatever, I don't know if he's going to be the answer. I think they probably need to um, ride, or die, ride or die with the rookie, give him some support, and um, because I just think they, they, they may stunt the growth of the rookie because if he's that terrible, why the hell would you draft him that high? I'm just saying. If he's just if if the rookie for the Cowboys is that terrible, Williams, why would you draft draft a guy that high? We don't we don't use first round draft picks on projects. Hmm. I'm just saying. We don't we don't. Not on projects. We do not. No, 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 no. And somebody check on my homeboy, Lambo Joe. Check on my homeboy. Please. Because it wasn't a good week for uh, the pack. Go pack go, though. Still go pack go. Somebody check on my homeboy, Lambo Joe Whitfield. Because I know he went to the game. Yeah. I'm still concerned with Aaron Rodgers' body tone. Because if I'm a young player and I got Aaron Rodgers making these, com- these comments in the press about the young receiving core. Yeah, that's gonna affect my psyche. So, and, and and Aaron was playing like he could give a flip about that game. He's like, well, you know, everything was the first game. We're all cool, man. We was open, man. Everybody chill. Everybody just just chill out, man. No, <laughs> no, no. Now, I I will tell you, I was torn between the Packers and the Vikes. Now, I wanted the Packers to win. But my daughter says I got to stop hating on Kirk Cousins. Remember, Kirk used to be our quarterback for uh, the Redskins slash football team slash commanders. And he used to just just have terrible games. We all knew it. It's like, everybody, oh, man, he's throwing all these yards. It's like, no, 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 those are empty yards. When I say empty yards, that means guys that can throw it from the 20 to the 20, and they're looking good. But when you get into the red zone, they're either going to fumble, throw an interception. And then they have all these great stats. Like, uh-uh. And, and Kurt was great at that. He would always try to force the ball in where his little arm wouldn't allow him to do. And then he'd make me just go bonkers. <laughs> so my daughter says I have to leave Kurt alone. No more hating on Kurt. So I I wasn't cheering for the Vikings yesterday. I wasn't cheering against them as normally as I, I normally am. And I don't really cheer against the Vikes as much as I used to just cheer for the uh, failure of Kurt Cubs. So I'm officially leaving Kurt alone. I'll give nothing but positive vibes coming his way. Y'all like I did that. So no more uh, hating on Kurt Cubs. Can't do it. Now, uh, for my callers who want to call in today's show, I apologize because, like I said, we have uh, uh, there's a, a program that I use called Call In Studio, and we normally don't have like, these problems. I don't know if they're having some if- issues on their end. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's not me. That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, oh, crap, wait a minute. Do I have volume set? Do I have the mic open? Do I have da 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 
And I was like, oh, hell, not me. So I need to find out uh, from their perspective. And, and once I get done with the show, I'll probably reach out to them and find out, you know, if something going on on their end. Because normally that's kind of how things go. So to all my callers who want to call in and uh, we roll in live, um, I apologize, man. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll do better next week. And we'll get we'll get all that up and running. We'll have all that uh, fixed so that um, our calls will be able to call in. Because like I said, the show is a caller driven show. You know, the, the 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 gist of the show is for callers to take two minutes to call in and rant, rip, kick some knowledge about all things football related. And we didn't get a chance to do that today. So today actually turned into just a football summary of uh, week one. We did uh, get a couple calls in from uh, H-Town Bridget, as well as uh, my man, uh, uh, Coach Malbrew, who's a big time who dat. Yeah, he's flying that who, <laughs> that who dat flag today. I don't blame him, man. Do, do you. Do you, do you, do you. Do you, my brother. So, but like I said, next week, uh, this is our new time. We will always be going from 7 o'clock a.m. Central every Monday morning. People say, well, why did you choose Monday morning? Because you think about it. The games are played Sunday and Sunday nights, except for Monday Night Football. But usually Sunday, Sunday nights, that's the bulk of the game. That's the bulk of the games. And so the concept behind that is that <laughs> Monday mornings, that's when I can play. That's when we all can play armchair quarterback. We can what if to death. What if? What if? Well, what if they did this? What if they've done that? That's old saying. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk 24-7. <laughs> Ponder on that, people. But. Um, that's why I decided that the, uh, the show would be on Monday mornings, give you that, that as you're driving into work, as you're driving into work and you're stuck in that morning traffic, <laughs> then you could call in not only then see that way you can deal with some road rage instead of taking it out on the poor guy or the poor lady that's trying to get to work just like you and your team and let you down. Hey, you get to call into the show and and, and, and and rant, rip, kick some knowledge, or go off. So that's the concept of the show. So I'm thinking next week we'll definitely get back into uh, <laughs> our format. But from here on out, every Monday mornings, Sports Therapy will be coming to you at 7 o'clock a.m. Central Time. 7 o'clock a.m. Central. I had to make sure I get that right because last time I told my, uh, <laughs> as we were going from uh, Saturdays to Sundays because I was trying to slowly move towards Monday morning and I didn't want to do like a drastic change all at once. So I said, okay, we're going to do it. Uh, I think I said 12 o'clock a.m. or whatever. And I didn't realize that that was a p.m. and what, you know, a bad host. I was a bad host that day. <laughs> But other than that, man, we uh, it's been real. It's been real. It has been real. As I was saying, I, I think, I think if you are a lover of football, all things NFL, it's going to be a wild and woolly season, and it's going to be action-packed woolly season. From what I saw yesterday, 
Nobody can go into any game knowing that their team is going to win. It's going to be a wild white knuckle ride. <laughs> Hell, I would be surprised if we don't lose next week to uh the Lions. And I shouldn't say that, but I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if the Cowboys beat the Bengals, beat them Bengals with Cooper Rush as the quarterback. Nothing's going to shock me this year. Nothing at all. Nothing's going to shock me because I think that um, parity is here. I think to see it from what I saw yesterday, nobody can roll out and say, hey, we're going to win this game unless you're the Chiefs. And, and, and until they figure out what's going on, what the Chiefs are drinking, it's almost like it's, it's almost like these guys just come out and say, you know what, let's just play our video game. You know, who's got the joystick? Who's got the monitor? <laughs> you know, let's just play and get it over with. Because now there's this one guy that they got, I think his name was uh, Pacheco. He looks like, he looks just like the cheetah as far as body structure and body build. But uh, I don't think he's as fast, but he, he looks a little bit more powerful. And it's all, it's like the Chiefs can just plug in players. And if, and if these guys can go and find guys like that, why the hell can't we? You ever think about that? You say, wait a minute. Why we can't just go get one of them? It's just like shopping. I'll take two of those. Can I get one of those right there? Give me one of those. It's like, what happens? Because it's, it's almost like... And I don't want to say it's just their system because a lot of uh, the success of the Chiefs, a lot of it has to do with Patrick Holmes, Patrick Mahomey, because he throws some angles and, 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 and he does things that it's like it's so unorthodox to where hell. It's just, it is what it is, man. You know, so yeah, you can probably plug uh, anybody else into some of those other positions. Now, um, tight end. Now, if anything happened to Travis, they'd have some issues. But as far as the running backs, the receivers, hell, they got three running backs, and they all look alike. <laughs> I mean, they all play alike, and it's like, what the hell? I'm like, so unless um, it's one of those situations where they peak early, and that happens. Teams get out the starting block and they peak early and then they falter down the stretch. That could happen because remember what I said, the season don't get started until game eight. And my Cardinals, Murray, you're killing me, brother. You're killing me, man. You're my fantasy quarterback. And I was having this fantasy about winning. And Murray, Go back to watching video games, man. Y'all take that clause out of his contract and let him watch his video games so I could get my fantasy points because he didn't play. He played like crap. Give him back his uh his video game, Call of Duty or whatever the hell he's been playing because it, obviously he's a better player. Okay? Everybody ain't meant to be studious. Everybody's not meant to be studious, man. Let that brother have his video games. If that'll, um, you know, that'll keep him. And I was torn between who do I play on my fantasy team? Do I do I start Aaron Rodgers? Good thing I didn't start him. He looked like he could give a crap. Or Murray, who played like crap. So it was just raining crap when it came to my fantasy league, my fantasy team. 
So, <sighs> but my good friends, it is time to wrap it and cap it. Like I said, we had some technical difficulties this week. We'll get all that fixed and we'll be back next week. But what I want to ask my guests, I want you to, as I play my music, I want you to subscribe to my YouTube channel because once I hit the $5,000, uh, I'm sorry. Once I hit the 5,000, uh, not dollars, but once I hit the 5,000 benchmark, now I'm going to buy some equipment for my school to go into the, act, the, uh, we have lounge that the kids go and spend some time in. So let's uh, hit that, that benchmark so that I can buy them some equipment. I think they want a, a ice hockey uh, table. So we hit the 5,000 uh, members, and uh, we'll see what we can get for them. But as I was saying, Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr., Sports Entertainment only. Do not ever call me doctor because I did not earn that privilege. But to the country, Kenny, down in Little Rock, Arkansas, to the friends in the booth. The friends in the booth. Y'all know how I put that on, on rinse and repeat? But, even on the yard, I always tell you guys to stay golden, baby. Catch you all next week. Like us on Facebook. Keep in mind that Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior stream live on Facebook and YouTube. It's been real. To my kids, better clean up the cafeteria. Because <laughs> Mr. Hammond is on his way. All right. Next week.